Welcome back to another episode of the Dead Center Podcast. It's great to have you all back on the show. And today we have a fun guest. We have Ella Janes. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And for our listeners, uh, can you kind of just tell us uh, who you are and what you do? Yeah, so I'm Ella Janes. I'm a high school filmmaker from here, Oklahoma City. I um, make short films with a bunch of other really cool high schoolers. And um, I'm also the president of the Dead Center Film Festival Teen Board. Okay, awesome. I love that. So what you said like you make short films with like your friends and stuff. Do you have like a specific style you do or do you like trying new things or like what what are your short films like? Yeah, so they're typically pretty experimental, um, but they flow a narrative structure. I um my most recent one I had two films last year at the Dead Center Film Festival. Um, one was called Cutscenes from a Love Story, and the other was called The Internal-External Monologue of an Interdependent Insomniac, yes. which ended up winning Best Oki Short. Um, super grateful. Love that. Yeah. So they both are kind of quirky, little monologue-driven narratives um, that just kind of push the boundaries of how stories are tell, how stories are told, and... Um, really focusing on characters and yeah, that's, I love that. that's what I make. And if there's a word for like best name, that definitely would have gone to you all as well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so for people, uh, you know, that might be like, you know, high school age as well or interested in film around that age group. Can you kind of explain like what the teen board is and just, yeah, what that teen board is? Yeah. So the teen board is a bunch of high school filmmakers. We all um, judge the high school shorts category for the Dead Center Film Festival. So we get to watch a really diverse group of films come in from across the world um, and make connections with those filmmakers, get them to try and come here to Oklahoma. And then we also focus on trying to get outreach and educate other high schoolers to get involved with Dead Center. There's so many great opportunities. Being on the team board is a great example, volunteering for Dead Center, submitting your own films. So Mm. it's just really about promoting dead center to young people promoting film and making it accessible and so people can realize whoa i could be a filmmaker that's possible (laughs) i i don't have to do this other random thing right absolutely that's great so i'm curious too um like what you said like your films now a lot of them are kind of experimental do you remember like was there a film or moment growing up where you're like ooh, like it made you like want to pursue film yeah so i used to believe very firmly that Peter Pan was real. (laughs) Um, I, something about the movie, I have no idea. I would go to bed with my hair curled, makeup on, high heel shoes, because I thought he was literally going to come and take me to Neverland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So I really wanted to, I got an, I got a note one night from Peter Pan um, also known as my parents, yeah. <laughs> um, saying that he wasn't going to come because he saw how much my family loved me, blah, 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 like making all this stuff up so yeah. that I didn't <laughs> wait for him forever. And I ended up um, deciding that I was going to direct a play, a Peter Pan. And mm-hmm. so I brought a bunch of friends together um, and did rehearsals. And then it ended up opening night. No one showed up, mm-hmm. of course, um, except one actress. And I had to do... Um, repeat after me style lines the whole time. Oh, no. Um, I was seven, and then I decided that I wanted to start making things that I could control more. And so I started shooting little short films with my friends and ended up 
uh, shooting and directing a short film that got 2.8 million views on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. Nice. At seven. So awesome. yeah, it was, re- it was, um, very opening and I was like, wow, there's an audience for the kind of stuff I want right. to tell. So yeah, that, that really kickstarted me into film. Right. And that's definitely like a great thing about, um, you know, this generation is that like, mm-hmm. there is that platform to just like, Hey, I can make a film and just throw it online and people can see it the next day. Completely. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so cool. And so different from how it used to be. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, okay. So what advice you kind of answered this a little bit, but what advice would you give someone if someone was in the Oklahoma city area or, um, you know, maybe in Oklahoma anywhere, just a small town, like mm-hmm. wanted to get into film, like what would you recommend them like first steps? I think first step is just pick up a camera. I know that's what everyone says. Like, it's not (laughs) not unique at all. It's boring advice. But I think genuinely start writing something, start telling a story you want to tell. I wrote a short film based off of a little short story that I wrote that ended up just being four people on set, three actors and me. Mm -hmm. And we just made it in three days. And then it ended up getting into dead center and and quite a few other high school festivals. There's a lot out there for people. If you look on film freeway, if you Mm -hmm. look on different websites, there are so many people that are willing to say yes, especially in Oklahoma. If you need pretty much anything, you can get it. If you ask enough people Mm -hmm. and tell them the right things that you're a student and that you love film and, and all these different stuff that I think just really start like just, go just do it no absolutely yeah one thing uh, i did like ou's film program mm-hmm. and one thing i learned there is that like the ou or like the university email does a lot for you <laughs> while yeah. you're still in school so like it definitely helps like you know if you just need like advice or questions answered from people in the industry like that was always a good route for me to take um completely um okay and i also wanted to ask you um can you kind of describe what the team board has been up to recently and kind of what's going on in 2024 with them? Yeah. So right now we have quite a few shorts we're watching um, back to back from all around the world, which mm-hmm. is so cool. Um, we just watched one from like Romania, I think, which was insane. It was somewhere in Europe, different language. Nice. And um, so we're watching a lot of that. We're judging them. And then um, we're compiling a list of different resources for high school filmmakers to utilize specifically. So if if anyone's listening <laughs> that um, wants to help high school filmmakers, we're trying to get a bunch of contacts together and available on the Dead Center website for students to reach out to. Okay. Um, locations, if there's someone that's wants to be a part of the crew base, if anything, we're just trying to get a singular place for people to find those resources. So those are the main two things that we're really working on right now. Awesome. And if someone wanted to contribute to that, who should they reach out to? What point of contact? If anyone wants to reach out or be a part of that sort of collective, reach out to us on the Dead Center page and we can get it all sorted. Awesome. Um, well, we love that. And uh, I also wanted to ask you, so if someone was interested in the team board, are there any like requirements or anything that you have to do to be able to join? Yeah. So you have to be a teenager. You still have to be in high school. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there really isn't any requirements, um, preferably Oklahoma City, Edmond area, 30 minutes drive max, maybe. Um but of course, if you're willing to do that drive, that's fine. We meet uh, every two-ish months. Um, if you have access to something to watch the films that would also be great but other than that just really 
being somewhat passionate and interested in film, wanting to learn more. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, definitely uh, look into that resource if uh, that all sounds like something you're interested in. Um, and so I wanted to ask you as well, like mm-hmm. you said, you've submitted to Dead Center. Um, what was the Dead Center Film Festival experience like? Because for someone that maybe hasn't been to a festival or Dead Center specifically, it's a very specific and fun experience. So can, can you kind of just run through your journey? It's Dead Center is like a family. That's the only way I can ever really describe it. I first went to Dead Center when I was 12 for my first short film. And I felt so loved and cared for and appreciated as a young high school woman filmmaker. Mm. I got to do a panel. I got to talk to a bunch of people. It was so, it was like I'd never met these people before, but I knew them. Mm. It was such an amazing community that I I highly recommend anyone to be a part of. And if you're debating applying, it is a thousand percent a yes for me. Highly yeah. recommend. <laughs> we need that audio clip as like an advertisement for the festival. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to ask you, because um, it is like award season right now mm-hmm. and, you know, you're passionate about film. Are there any like recent films? It doesn't have to be from this year, but just from recent memory or something where you're like, ooh, like I love this film. Like, Yeah. So, I mean, my favorite of the year was um, Iron Claw. Mm, yes. Yes. Which didn't get any <laughs> nominations mm-hmm. at the Oscars, but that's mm-hmm. fine. Um but I would say that's if if it yeah, highly recommend. But a film that I've watched recently that I really loved is a film called Gieros. Mm. It's on Netflix. Um, it went to I think Tribeca and won Best Cinematography in 2014. Okay. Um, from Mexico, it is the most beautiful film. Yeah. <laughs> I like I I can't even put it to words. It is so gorgeous and both of course technically technically but also like story-wise characters it's it's i mean i can't stop talking about it it went straight onto my number one on letterbox oh, like, nice, like nice. i couldn't yeah the coveted number one spot on letterbox is I, no joke either no like <laughs> halfway through the film i changed it i was like wow number one wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh what would you say like are your um goals and aspirations as a filmmaker because you still are you know very like early in your career but you've mm-hmm. accomplished a lot so it's like we're where, like, where do your dreams take you, I guess? Yeah, um, that seems to be the question everyone's asking right now, yeah. I think. <laughs> um, of course, I really want to stay in film. Like, there's mm-hmm. not really, for me, any other option. I love film so much, I can't imagine myself um, at a desk or in a doctor's office or any other sort of profession. Mm-hmm. So I really want to continue in that path, telling stories that are authentic to me and really sharing different perspectives with the world, different takes on different things. And um, just really, my goal right now is to keep expanding how I tell stories and how I um, want, I I mean, how I tell stories. Yeah. So right now I'm exploring that. But I think in the long run, I mean, my my biggest goal, I'm going to speak this into existence. I I have to, is... um, youngest best director to ever win which is um i have to be under 33 so i've got some time yeah you got time all right all right i like that i like thank you yeah we're we're officially uh manifesting this on the podcast right now so when this happens in the next decade come back to this episode i know clip it (laughs) clip it um do you have a favorite part of the filmmaking process like writing directing or maybe something else or yeah i think 
for me, it's it's being on set, mm-hmm. feeding off of other people's energies, collaborating, um, working with actors who are really passionate about putting my own words into fruition, as well as all the other crew members. Like they're there to support my vision, and I think that that's such a powerful level of trust that I. Um, just appreciate and love so much that that being on set is just by far my favorite part of the process the mm-hmm. chaotic energy the pressure <laughs> all of it waking up at 4 a.m mm-hmm. like bring it on especially like an independent film i always like describe it to, like to people that might not be in the industry just like friends that are asking or something it feels like you're at like camp yeah <laughs> no <something>. literally like, <laughs> yeah. yes and it's like a really fun feeling because it's like you go through this like like making a film is not easy so you go through this mm-hmm. like hard feet with people and you just feel like you're bonding with them along the way it is literally camp wait it yeah. is I didn't <laughs> yeah. Even... no yeah it's like summer camp and you like meet all these people sometimes for the first time and mm-hmm. then by the end you're like wow I have known you for years. Yeah, yeah. It feels like you've known them (laughs) for five years. Um, I love that. And then I always want to ask people that write, like, what is your writing process like? Do you, are you like a sticky note person? Are you like vomit on the page? Like, um, okay. I, I, um, have to admit, I do say this in one of my films that I hate writing. It is like my least favorite part of anything ever in Mm -hmm. life in general. Mm -hmm. I, but I also say that, but I also force my, like I write everything. I, there's no other option for Mm -hmm. me. Like I actually do love it, but I hate it because it's the worst process. And I think I still haven't quite figured it out, but, um, a good word vomit, like never hurt anyone. That's kind of, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, my pieces are, typically character driven monologue driven specifically so i'll Mm -hmm. take a monologue and then i'll literally use only that monologue for the film and then go to different places throughout the monologue so i think i think character once you've sorted out your character they'll take you where you need to go they'll react to the situations Mm -hmm. they'll so i think yeah vomiting out that character finding it in other people finding different what i do when i'm like in my free time in between scripts is i okay like yeah i'm a screenager like it's fine i scroll on tiktok (laughs) (laughs) and i say i've come across like all these different stories from people different quotes different perspectives different poems Mm -hmm. whatever you know tiktok is tiktok it's everything and i save them and then i can go back to those ideas those thoughts um those characters later um if i'm ever stuck and i like what else are you going to do when you're scrolling? Like save, just like if you see something that inspires you a little save and then you can go back to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all. That's my advice. I don't know. Awesome. I'm so bad that. at it. No, I love that. I've never, I've never heard that route of like taking like social media to kind of like inspire characters or. Yeah. I, I mean, it kind of sucks because it's like, yeah, it's like not my own idea, you know, but I think that it's important. Like ideas aren't ever your own. Like every story has been told. So I think taking mm-hmm. little pieces that just, like strike you in the right way and give you a little bit of inspiration really can um point you in a good direction i mm-hmm. think yeah yeah no the inspiration is everything um so going back to the team board like mm-hmm. are there people on that that you have also like worked with out on sets and in film and stuff yeah so quite a few of them i've met through various connections oklahoma film industry is small mm-hmm. so i mean it's big but it's like you know everyone. So right, right. I think a lot of them I've worked on previous projects. I have my first AD that I work with for everything on there. I have my first AC as well. Like just a bunch of various different people. And then um, what's happened is is they'll 
then do their own projects, direct their own projects, and then have team board members have other people, other high school filmmakers in the industry come together and create. It's it's like a, I don't want to say like a buffet kind of like it's everyone <laughs> takes their turn with right, everything right. and you just like share and it's like a potluck like we all mm-hmm. just share different projects and and um ideas and i think the team board oh i just cried my nose. um sorry <laughs> um i think the team board is a really good space to share ideas and and get on projects that mm-hmm. like you're gonna make connections where someone's gonna say hey, I just wrote this short and I want to shoot it next weekend or in two months or whatever. Can you be on it? And most of the time you're going to want to be on it. And so, um, yeah, I think the team board is just a really great space for creating those connections to be on set. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like it's a good environment for just kind of like fostering like creativity and also just kind of having like your own like personal crew base. Completely, yeah. (laughs) No, exactly, yeah. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Um, Do you have any... um, projects you're working on upcoming that you'd like to speak on or anything yeah so i just finished editing a short film called happiness in the palm of her hand um it is not screening anywhere yet but hopefully very soon um it's about it's a very personal story to me it's about my mother and her relationship with becoming a mother after some years of um childhood I mean abuse Mm. her years of childhood abuse and um overcoming that to be a mother herself and then I am currently in the process of um developing another short film about a young boy who um is so curious about his father's addiction to alcohol that he goes to any ends to try and consume alcohol himself um so yeah so that's another one i'm working on actually with paris burris is producing it who is with dead center um yeah and so i think that's going to be in production in march which we're looking for actors if anyone's interested um you can reach out to me on instagram because that's the only form of communication i actually have (laughs) um but it's your girlfriend's favorite films is my instagram so yeah. Well, awesome. Definitely reach out. And yeah, shout out Paris. She was on our first episode. So yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, awesome. Well, it was really good having you on. Um, Thank you. I do want to ask, like we always try to end on like a fun prompt or mm-hmm. something. Um, if you could only bring three films on an island, which films would you bring? Okay. Um, the first film I would bring on an island would be Francis Ha by Noah Baumbach. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. Literally, I like love Greta Gerwig so much and she's so good in that Mm -hmm. then it would be probably 500 days of summer I Um, love that movie so good it is like the perfect I can't like I can't (laughs) I can't it's so good it's like the animation and then the the musical aspect all of it it's just like wow the script structure is very unique very unique yeah Yeah, it's so beautiful and the acting of course like Mm -hmm. um and then I think fourth I feel like the two that I picked are very fun and well, 500 days of summer can be depressing, but like they're fun. (laughs) Um, so I think I'd have to say last would be, um, a woman under the influence Cassavetes. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I love that movie. I think it's just so 
powerful. And I think if I was on a desert island and had to watch it over and over, I think I'd get some really interesting things out of it and learn a lot. Awesome. Yeah. I respect you uh, trying to learn more while you're on an island. (laughs) I feel like that's the only thing you could do other than like sit and stare. Yeah. 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 No, I like that's a good, like optimistic way to spend your time on the island. Thanks. I try. (laughs) Um, Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on Ella. Is there anything you you wanted to highlight or promote before we sign off? Um, I'm trying to think if I, if there's anything. Um, Oh yeah. Um, I definitely think that if you have time, come to Dead Center for sure this year. Mm, yes. And also the high school shorts is very cool to see um, aspiring filmmakers and um, what they're getting up to, what kind of stories they're telling. Um, it's a it's a great I mean, it's a great program. I know because I'm programming it. But um, yeah, I'd say come to the high school shorts at Dead Center. Awesome. Well, absolutely. And make sure to uh, check out the team board if you heard all that and were interested. And check out the festival this um, year in June. And keep an eye out on Dead Center social medias for all their continuum screenings and events and things coming up. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye. The final deadline for the 2024 Dead Center Film Festival is February 7th, 2024, with a final extended deadline of February 15th that'll include heftier fees. Apply to the Oscar-qualifying Dead Center Film Festival at deadcenterfilm.org today. This podcast is sponsored by RK1 Studios. Thank you to Randy and Matthew for providing audio services in order to record this podcast. Check out their services at rk1studios.com. The Dead Center Podcast intro music is provided by Aaron Newberry of Kid Again Music. Check out Aaron's music at Kid Again Music wherever you find your music on streaming. 